Trees in every country. Trees, you know we can work together and learn what we need to meet the challenge. Traditional skills and modern techniques. Whatever language you speak, you have a world to offer every day. Climb with the ISA. Welcome to the ISA Science of Arboriculture podcast series. The International Society of Arboriculture now has four podcast series. The Science of Arboriculture podcast series was developed to bring you the latest research-based information on tree care. We provide full-length educational talks by the world's top researchers, educators, and practitioners to keep you up to date with the latest developments in the field of arboriculture. New podcasts in this series are made available about once a month. If you have a favorite topic that you would like to learn more about, please contact Luana Vargas, the producer of this series, at the International Society of Arboriculture Headquarters in Champaign, Illinois, or me, Tom Smiley, the host of Science of Arboriculture, at the Bartlett Tree Research Laboratory. Today's lecture is The Kodak Principle, New Results About Wound Reactions of Trees, presented by Dr. Dirk Duyasifkin from the Institute of Arboriculture at the University of Hamburg in Germany. His lecture was originally presented to the ISA International Meeting in Chicago, Illinois in July 2010. My subject I'm talking about is uh, the coded principle and about the wound reactions and the consequences of it for arboricultural practices. Um, well, trees are the biggest organisms in the world, and trees are the oldest organisms in the world, and they cannot move. They have to stay on the same place their whole life, and they will be wounded maybe several times a year. So compartmentalization is very, very important for the trees to survive. I work about compartmentalization since more than 30 years, together with Walter Liese from the University of Hamburg and former president of the UFRO. We have done a lot of research in the last uh, years, or in the last in the last three decades in this field and we have made an international literature review and we created the coded principle and this is new in 2008. Before I will go into the details about wound reactions and uh, coded, I have to thank Alex Scheigo. I had the opportunity to work in his lab when I was a student and Jim, thank you again for the information that I'm young than El Shigo, and I learned a lot from him, and he brought out the coded model in the year 1977. That is already now more than 30 years ago. And the coded model describes the defense system of trees, and he called the reaction zone in the wood um, in the different directions, wall one, two, three, and the barrier zone, wall four. In the last 30 years, we had a lot of uh, research 
and uh, we have much more knowledge about wound reaction in trees than before. And the important question is, what does it say for us, what does it mean for us, what does it mean for arboricultural practices? An arborist has to know that the, comp the compartmentalization depends on the tree species, on the type of wounds and also the wound size, on time of wounding and also the wound treatment. But before I explain the de details, I will go with you inside a living tree, a wonderful world of infrastructure with large vessels inside and with thick walled fibers for responsible for uh, the strength of the tree. Well, especially the vessels are very, very important for the water transport and also for um, the compartmentalization. Do you have an idea how fast the water will go up in a tree per hour? Some ideas? You cannot, you cannot win something, you can say something. <laughs> okay. What do you think? How many feet? Meter. Meter. Meter per hour. Okay, that's true uh, for pine and spruce trees. But when you have, um, for uh, ring porous trees uh, like uh, oak trees or uh, fraxinus or ulmus trees, so then we have up to 120 uh, feet. Uh, so that's 40 meters per hour. That's really quick. So it's an infrastructure, and when the water transport goes up and we will have a, a disturbance in this infrastructure, we, it's dangerous for the tree because then we will have an inflow of air and the tubes will not function anymore. Therefore, it's good to know about the structure inside the tree. And except the vessels and the fibers, we also have the parenchyma cells, the living cells in the woody tissue. And we as an arborist have to work together with the parenchyma cells because these guys, they, they are doing the work. They make the wound reactions and I will show you how they do that. So when we have an inflow of air right after wounding, done by the, with, a, with a chainsaw or uh, done by, by, uh, with a, after the branch is broken or whatever. So then we will have these little balls coming up. It's the growing of the parenchyma cells and they will block the vessel elements right after uh, the inflow of air and we call this tylosis. So this is right at the beginning but maybe some hours or some days later the whole vessel will be blocked. So we have one part just with, uh, with air inside, it's not in use anymore and then we have vessels that are still in function. And additionally, the parenchyma cells will build, uh, will, uh, will build uh, accessory substances like phenols and other stuff and to fill the cells and to make an impregnation of the wood. So at the end, with our eyes, we will see such line, a reaction zone or a boundary layer. We have different words in the literature about that. And here are the 
tylosis and the phenols and so on. So after such kind of borings, what we made, what we made, uh, so we had the inflow of air up to this part. Then we have the blockage of the uh, of the air here and then later on in the second step we will have the uh, the grow of microorganism from the wound surface into the tissue all the discolored tissue is dead is given up by the tree and so we have dead tissue here up to here also down here but most of you can see just on top here because uh, just when you see in the uh, more in the back. Uh, so it's blocked here uh, against uh, the inflow of air and then the microorganism and especially later on the blood destroying fungi will grow into the tissue and will be stopped here at this point. So for that reason, years ago, we expanded the coded model, the original model, and have changed the word decay into damage, because it's very, very important to know what happens in the tree right after wounding, because when we prune a tree or when we wound a tree, we have to know what will happen. So when we damage the tree, the first stage is always the desiccation, the inflow of air, or we can have a dysfunction, and then the last stage of the whole process is decay, what we will have then uh, a month or years later. Except to the woody tissue, we have another tissue, what is very important for compartmentalization, that is the cambium, this very thin layer between the wood here in the, the red colored tissue and the bark here on top. These uh, meristematic cells, they build new tissue and then they build the callus or the wound wood, how we call that. So here, all this tissue here is built by the cambium and then uh, from the uh, that's what we see from the outside uh, the walling of the wound or here on the microscopical view this is the wood built before the tree were wounded and then we have the callus the wound wood here also a cambium up here and the bark up here and here this special zone is the barrier zone the zone where we have uh, sometimes 100% of parenchyma cells so here uh, all these cells can react and protect the living tissue up here so when we bring together these two reactions the a reaction zone or boundary layer inside and then the callus grows up here at the end the tree will encapsulate the decay inside and this is the key thing because we will have decay in here but when it's encapsulated the decay will have no more oxygen to live so the decay or the, the fungi inside will die and therefore it's not a problem anymore for the tree. This is very, very important for uh, tree assessment and also for, um, uh, for uh, the uh, arboricultural practice to know that when we have encapsulated decay that it's not dangerous anymore for the tree. For that reason, we 
describe in the coded principle the wound reactions into four phases. And the phase one is of the invading air and the desiccation. The phase two is the invading of microorganisms, the second step. Then we have in the phase three the spread of microorganisms within the wood. And the phase four is the wound closure. That means the encapsulation of the decay. So I will show you some pictures. So this is phase four. It's encapsulated and not a problem for the tree. Just right after pruning, and this is true also for other kinds of wounds, right after pruning uh, is we have the phase one. You see nothing with your eyes. It's just the inflow of air. Then some days or weeks later we will have a discoloration of the dead tissue um, and we have all the uh, wound reactions I have shown and we will have the, um, um, the, the start of the microorganisms from the surface and its growth into the dead tissue. In the phase three the microorganisms especially wood destroying fungi will expand in, uh, in, the, uh, um, in the wood and sometimes when the tree is weak, when the wound is too big, we have a very, 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 very long phase three. And at the end, we will have something like that. That's what we don't want to have when we prune a tree, of course. So this is the difference. And we up, do we end up in phase three? And the tree has a problem for years or for the whole life or do we end up in phase four so this is uh, the key thing for the arboricultural practices so that depends on different things and one point is uh, the compartmentalization depends on tree species when you wound different trees and you make similar cuts you will have a different uh, amount of um, discoloration and decay inside. And there's a lot of research done comparing different trees uh, with, the, in the, with the wound reactions and we have uh, sometimes more, sometimes less discoloration, but it's not a, uh, this is not uh, a game. Uh, so there's um, something behind. So we can divide the three species we have into effective compartmentalizer and some examples are Carprinus, Fagus, Quercus and Telia. And we have weak compartmentalizer like Aeschylus, Betula, Fraxinus, Melus, Populus, Prunus and Salix. And um, the second point is um, that the type of wound has an influence on the compartmentalization. So do you have uh, cuttings of uh, roots or do you, uh, then you will have also, like we know this after pruning, you will have discoloration and decay and always this uh, special shape, this V-shape uh, in the middle. Um, or you have borings, so it's a little wound, but sometimes with really huge reactions inside the tree. Or you have stem wounds like here, or you have pruning wounds. So pruning wounds are quite often, and we just heard a lot about pruning just before, 
here. And um, so therefore I want to focus on this. When we look a little bit closer to pruning wounds, so then we will see tree rings. This is not really new, of course. But uh, what we have to recognize is that uh, we have different ages of the tissue. So here, right in the middle, there are the oldest tissue of the tree. The oldest tissue is also the weakest tissue, and the weakest tissue cannot compartmentalize so good like the younger tissue. And that is the reason why we have such special shape. This is the pruning cut. Here is the pith. Here around the pith we have the oldest tissue in this area, and the oldest tissue has the weakest compartmentalization and here the younger tissue at the edges that we have more effective compartmentalizing. So this is very very important because when the pruning wound is getting bigger and bigger the, or the, the bigger the wound is the more uh, old tissue we will have in the middle of the wound and we have uh, we open a weak part of the tree and therefore the discoloration and decay after pruning can go really deep into the tree and uh, when you, when we have uh, really big wounds and what a, what a big wound is I will tell you a little bit later uh, so then we also have discoloration uh, and decay inside the stem and an old tree normally is has sound wood inside but when we open the tree and this is a kind of opening so then we will uh, have a door for first oxygen for the for the air from the outside and then second for microorganism so and then when we have maybe two or three wounds on one tree uh, so and in one area so we will have a lot of decay inside the stem this is a horse chestnut tree, a weak compartmentalizer, and we did all this pruning stuff, and the pruning wounds, they had a diameter uh, between uh, or around 7 and 8 centimeters, so with 3 inches in diameter. That's not really much, of course, but the weak compartmentalizer, when you prune such uh, such branches, you will have a lot of decay inside and later on a tree with a lot of defects inside, a tree with problems. So for that reason, we brought out with the tree, Hamburg tree pruning system, and Jim told a little bit about uh, that, that when you have effective compartmentalizer, when you make pruning, that you, the maximum is four inches uh, in diameter. So when you have bigger branches, you will have uh, a lot of decay uh, inside uh, the stem, and you will have a problem in this area and for weak compartmentalizer the maximum is two inches 
and uh, I talked to Ed Gilman uh, yesterday and we had an exchange about our experiences and I'm very happy that uh, we have uh, in different countries and continents the same results at the end and uh, this is true science so it's what I'm what I'm telling you it's not true just for Germany or some special area for some some species so it's true in general and therefore we can talk about trees in general here uh, Jim told something about the Hamburg tree pruning system, and I will show you some pictures about it. So this is the proper cut, as Al Shaigo told us, uh, to leave the branch color at um, at the stem. Uh, and this is very, very good, and I have no other comments on it because the flash cut, uh, like here on the left side, we also did we, we compared this stuff. Uh, we have much more discoloration, uh, much bigger wound. Uh, and uh, we have uh, a later closure of the wound. It's, uh, the flush cut is bad anyway, and uh, the uh, branch color cut is much, much more be better. But uh, what we have found out when uh, we made all the cuttings in, in major trees, quite often you cannot see a branch color. So the question is, what to do? So maybe there is a branch color, I cannot see it, or the branch color is absent. So what is true, what to do? So first we said, okay, maybe there's a branch color, we cannot see it, but we prune the branches like branches with a branch color. And then at the end, we had such a kind of dieback at the lower part of the wood. And this is important because now, when we uh, think about the coded principles, so when we have this kind of dead stub at the lower part of the wound, the tree has to grow over the stub, and at the end, the wound closure will be later. So when I want that the tree will encapsulate uh, the wound very fast, I have to cut from here straight down to that point so that we have a callus growth everywhere at the wound edges so that the wound can be closed. This is not a flash cut because flash cut means that we start here and that we cut off the branch bark ridge. So we leave the branch bark ridge at the stem but from here we go straight down. So this is one type of the Hamburg tree pruning system and and uh, about this you will read in some month in the Arborist News. I uh, just brought uh, the manuscript to Sharon Lilly uh, so that you can have it also in the Arborist News. So then we have other cases. Uh, we have included bark uh, here and what to do when you have included bark. Branches with included bark, they have never a branch color. And so, therefore, uh, we have to r uh, cut down here that way, also straight, uh, straight down, but don't cut into the stem. But when we have branches with included bark, 
or a fork with included bark, we will have no callus growth here in this part. So therefore, when you train a tree, when you have young trees, you have to do it very early. You can see it when the tree is young, when the branches are thin. And you have to remove these branches, otherwise you will have problems like Jim has shown, the last picture where we discussed the longer period. So then we, the, 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 the fork will crack and then the, the branch, the limb will fall down and then we have really a problem. So this is, a, we call it in Germany, we educate the tree, we train the tree. So we say, what is the right structure? And so we have, as an arborist, to see, do we have uh, um, a, a fork with included bark and then we have to remove this branch in an early stage. Another situation, that branches, quite often they have a branch color at the stem base and we have to cut in the same way as branches sound living branches with a branch color, but when we remove the dead branch, of course, we will have dead and decayed tissue on the surface. But when the tree starts to wall off this everywhere from the edges, so it will be encapsulated later on, and it's not a problem for the tree. The next situation, the co-dominant stems, and we also heard a little bit about that before, <coughs> Uh, from uh, Jim. So when you do that, uh, leave the branch bark ridge at the remaining, um, at, 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 the, at, at the stem here, and you cut off the other one you don't want. But you also have to do that in a very early stage. Otherwise, you will have a dieback here in this area, especially maple and red oaks. They will have a lot of dieback in this area when you have uh, thick branches. And here's the same diameter to two inches or four inches depends on do you have a weak or a strong uh, compartmentalizer. And then this kind of a reduction cut um, here also you leave the branch bark ridge um, at uh, the tree, you cut off the part you don't want and again if this is relatively big you will have a lot of dieback here in uh, this uh, area down here. So it's just a rough overview about the tree pruning system and uh, it's published in the Urban Forestry Urban Greening in 2002 and it's also now in, in, um, in the German rules and regulations for arborists and also the basis for the European Tree Pruning Guide. The next point when we go back to the coded principles is uh, the time of wounding. Uh, we did a lot of woundings to trees and if you compare here a wound and there a wound you can find everything and nothing. So what we did, so we wounded the same tree with the same kind of wound at different times of the year. And sometimes we started in August or in April and we do it through the whole year. And I just show you some examples. Here this is a maple and here we did the boring with the 18 millimeters uh, uh, ebora uh, with 18 millimeters in diameter. We just bored into the tree, we drilled into the tree, and this is uh, done in November, and this is nearly half a year later in May. 
and we also did it the, the other way around, of course, but we also we had always the same result, that we have much more discoloration and decay during the dormant season and less uh, discoloration and decay in the vegetation period. And we have not not only more discoloration and decay, you also can see here the dieback from the wound edges. So the cambium died down here and up here, and the callus start up here and start here. And in this case, we had the wound reactions of the cambium right at the wound edges, and it was closed some months after wounding. So the question is, why can that happen? And the answer is, and I told you right at the beginning, we have to work together with the parenchyma cells, the living cells in the wood. In wintertime, the living cells are inactive, and therefore they do nothing or very little, only a little bit. And in summer, they are active, and they can react quite right after wounding, and therefore it's much more effective at this time. And... Uh, I will show you some other examples. Uh, here we cut it with a chainsaw. Terrible things, I know. Uh, we cut it with a chainsaw into the stem. But when you make science, you, you have to be sure that you make the same size of wound. If you make prunings, uh, each branch has another angle. Uh, each branch has another diameter. So you compare this and that and so on. So we did a lot of this stuff on at the stem. And we uh, drilled and bored and made some things, stupid things, uh, into the stem. So this is a wound uh, done in November. This is done in June. The same story. We have much more discoloration here, and uh, we have a dieback from here, and then the wound would started here and uh, reached now four years after wounding just the wound edges. Here, half a year difference, a very, uh, very little discoloration and decay, very effective compartmentalization, and the wound wood, the callus just started at the wound edges, and it's not closed, but it's uh, has uh, much more uh, uh, wound wood at the edges. And the third example, just uh, we wounded in April, in June, in August, in November. It's beach again here. So we have a lot of uh, discoloration and decay in April and very, very much in November and less in June and August. And on the other hand, you can see the good, uh, the strong wound wood in April less in June, less in August, and a lot of dieback here, up here and down here in November, and the November wound is much more bigger than the original wound now because of the dieback. So we have to recognize that we also have four seasons in a tree, and in the dormant season the tree is inactive, and that is the worst time for wound reactions, and all the other times uh, it depends on the weather and where you are in the species and so on, but they are all much more better just than the winter time. So, uh, especially in Germany, uh, it's not 
it, it's become common that we prune now trees in summertime and we have good experiences with that but it's a change and especially some people say oh maybe that will hurt the tree and they have some bad feeling when you prune and cut in, in the uh, in the summertime uh, but uh, it's for the tree that's what the trees are telling us it's much more better so I will come to the th to the fourth point the compartmentalization depends on the wound treatment well, in former times, uh, we used a lot of uh, uh, wound treatments, wound dressings, and um, uh, we also heard from Jim a little bit about it. Uh, we had a very strong discussion about that in the 80s in Germany. So I brought out a book with 11 other colleagues uh, uh, about uh, the wound treatment, and not only wound dressings, also wood preservatives, disinfection, uh, cavity fillings and stuff. And I brought all the scientists together uh, who worked about this in, at this time, Hartmut Balder was one of the co-authors here and uh, also with the International Literature Review we found out that uh, you cannot prevent decay. There's nobody found that so this is really true. So therefore it does nothing in that case but uh, when you prune in winter time and you just learned that this is the problematic time for trees when you prune in the winter time and you paint the wound edges to cover the cut the the, um, uh, the cambium uh, at the wound edges so you will have less dieback and you will have more wound wood so that the closure of the wound can be a little bit faster so in this case it do something positive for the tree especially in winter time so this is a long story. I will make it short, but I will uh, tell you something pretty new about wound treatment. Uh, and this is a special thing. Uh, it's so-called the surface callus. When you have uh, removed the bark of the stem, maybe after a car accident, then uh, you will have no more bark on the stem and on the wood you will have still some parenchyma cells from the cambium, these are parenchyma cells, they are still on the surface. When they are on the surface and the surface will dry out, what will happen with these parenchyma cells? They will die. You are right. 100 points. Good. So, when they don't, when we don't want that they dry out, so we have to keep it wet. And now we have a very simple technique to keep it wet, just to cover the wound with black plastic wrap. Sounds funny, looks funny maybe, but we started nearly 20 years ago with the first investigations about that. And if you uh, hurt a tree uh, in wintertime or in summertime, or it, uh, any species, you will have more or less uh, uh, the, the building of new tissue on the wound surface because of the meristematic cells, they are still on the surface. When everything is damaged by the car, of course, nothing will happen. But if there are some uh, cells on the surface, so uh, then they will react, they will build new tissue, and uh, then uh, we will have a wound closure, not from the edges, so we will have a wound reactions on the wound surface. 
and other colleagues, also Klaus Matic, for example, they tried this method. Uh, they they uh, made also investigations about that later on, and they also find that out. So now we have this. It's very common now in Europe to cover these wounds when they are fresh, of course, with black plastic wrap to create the surface callus. This is a microscopical picture about that. How long does this plastic stay then? Uh, okay, maximum one year. So one one vegetation vegetation period. That's enough. Uh, afterwards, nothing will happen anymore. And uh, the best thing is to do it right after the accident. And uh, we we have we have found that in some cases, when you uh, wait. Uh, uh, up to 14 days you will still have some reactions but it depends on the weather and how warm and dry and so on it's a kind of first aid so you do what you can do you, uh, uh, what, uh, um, uh, so you try to keep the living cells on the surface and it's not an agriculture method it's a kind of a first aid as I told there's another question about it Pardon? how do you attach the plastic how thick or attack it? Oh, with some needles or you you bound it with a ribbon. You can different methods you can do. Uh, so this is here the tissue built before the accident, and this is uh, the new cells, the parenchyma cells at the surface. Uh, regular uh, orientated a little bit but later on you will have normal woody tissue you will later on you will have normal uh, bark tissue and also a new cambium and uh, so uh, it's really good thing it's not just to help when we have a surface callus it's not just to help for the next weeks or month it helps uh, for the whole lifetime when we have the the surface callus on the uh, on the wound. Who are interested in that, we uh, published that already in a review journal in the Annals of Botany, so there are all the details inside. Now, um, so this is one of our artificial wounds we made. Uh, we cut off uh, the, um, the bark, and so we tried to make something like a car injury, uh, in, um, um, injury by, by car accident. And we haven't used cars, so we took a big hammer and uh, cut it with a chainsaw, with a saw, with a, with a handsaw, uh, uh, the, um, uh, um, the bark, removed then the bark covered that with black plastic wrap and here you can see this is surface callus, four years old surface callus, here a little wound is left but the key thing is that underneath the surface callus there's no discoloration and no decay and this is absolutely great and no paintings and no other stuff can do that so the biology is really it's amazing what what can happen with such simple things when you have some plastic in your car so put it around and you have done really a good work for the tree okay um, so the, we have four key things, the tree species, the type of wound, and also the wound size, the time of wounding, and the wound treatment. And um, the key thing is, do you end up in phase three or in phase four with um, uh, after your um, uh, pruning uh, work or with your um, uh, after wounding? 
So if you dig um, in the root zone and if you cut off thick roots, you will have a lot of decay and you will end up in phase three and the tree got a problem. If you top trees, of course, it's only in Germany, not everything. <laughs> But if you top trees, so you will have huge columns of discoloration and decay and this decay will never be encapsulated by the tree, so we have a problem for the whole life of the tree. And in the time of the old tree surgery, all trees had problems, of course. Well, but if the wound ends up in phase four, if you have done really tree care, and I think it's an excellent word, if you have done really tree care, then you will have healthy and safe trees, and you have done a really good job. Thank you very much for your attention. This concludes Dr. Dirk Duyasifkin's talk on the CODIT principle, new results about wound reaction of trees. If you would like to receive CEUs for today's talk, go to the ISA website, click on the Education and Research tab, then under e-learning, you will find a link to the ISA online quizzes. The code for today's talk is SA5260. Again, SA5260. If you have other topics that you would like us to provide podcasts for, please feel free to contact Luana Vargas at the ISA office or me, Tom Smiley, at the Bartlett Tree Research Laboratory. And remember to subscribe to this podcast series and join us next month for another episode of Science of Arboriculture. Trees in every country Trees, you know we can Work together and learn what we need To meet the challenge Traditional skills and modern techniques Whatever language you speak You have a world to offer Every day, climb with the ISA